Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our second podcast here for the Club Pro Chatter. This podcast is brought to you by the Minnesota Section PGA and Section's charitable arm, the PGA Reach. Scotty, last time I forgot to kind of introduce myself. Yes. You know, I just kind of skipped right over to you. So I'll do that now. Okay. You know, I'm Greg Snow. Uh, I live in Olivia, Minnesota, the head professional at Olivia Golf Club. I have four kids, beautiful wife. I think we said that last time. Yeah, no? it was your anniversary. It you was, that's right. Once again. Thank you. Um, but uh, I'm here along with Scotty McDonald, again, the co-host. We didn't fire him after week one, did a fabulous job. Yeah. And uh, we're going to try it again here, okay, Scotty? Is that all right? Yeah, we're ready to go. All right, our first segment. You ready? Yeah. Hold me now. I really want to tell you I'm sorry. sorry. See, I do a different version of that. That is not the lyrics. You you sing it again for me. Hold me now. It's hard for me to say I'm sorry. So it's not I really want to tell you I'm sorry? No, but maybe you do. We got some apologies to give out. I'm starting. I'm going to turn it over to you because I got a quick one. I called our buddy... Bob Miller. I called him Bob McDonald. You last, did. Do you know how insulting that is? I kind of insinuated that he's kind of you. And then Bob McDonald was a legendary coach up in Chisholm for basketball. Oh, yeah? So sure. I need to apologize to Bob Miller. Sorry. Didn't mean to do that. But we'll get it right from this point forward. Yes. Uh, I've got multiple apologies. I was terrible. Uh, I shorted Nick Price two majors. I said Bell Reeve was his only one, 92 PGA. Come to find out, he won three 94 PGA Championship at Southern Hills and the 94 Open Championship at Turnberry. I called the TPC Twin Cities, the host of the 3M Open next year, the TPC Blaine, which it no longer is. And then we come to our good friend, Eddie Wynn. Well, this is this is kind of a multiple apology, probably for both of us. Yeah, more or less. You know, we said Eddie, great performance, stayed open. And I said, you know, he's probably top five, top ten longest guys in the section. You know, there's 600 guys. And Eddie said, um, who are the ten? Yeah, he Facebooked that out. He was like, um, I need to know the other guys who are longer than me. It was almost like he was offended yes. by that comment of yours. So we started a little list, Scott. We did start a little list. I've got um, Mike Marshall, Luke Lival, I think Sorny, probably. We thought Sorny, yes. Yes. And then uh, Dave Tentis. If he's 100% healthy, oh, you're going, still yeah. bombs him. Yeah, yeah. Still bombs him. And that's all I can So we could only with. come up with four. So that's why we had to include this into apology, because you should have stopped with top five, but... Yes. You, know, you skipped it up to top 10. But I did, in my defense, play with Eddie today, and I did outdrive him maybe once. Did you apologize to him on the tee box, too? No, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> want to go there. I felt like that was not the time. But, uh, yeah, he, he hits it hard. Which hole today did you outdrive him? Three. The par, the par five. five? He kind of flared it right, and I hit it right down the middle. So I probably had, like... 400 yards of roll, and he just kind of burrowed into the rough there. But I had a good one, and he kind of flared it. And did you make birdie on three? I did, and he did too. So Oh, he did from over there, so it didn't matter. No, no, no. But uh, those are my apologies. All right, well, that's a good start for us. We're going to try to include that segment every podcast from now on because we're assuming that we're going to make a mistake or two and say something that we shouldn't say or give somebody some props that they don't deserve or something of those regards. So we're going to add an apology segment each time to try to correct the mistakes that Scotty and I make. And there are obviously, gonna be mistakes. Yeah, obviously it was more more yours than mine. So oh. let's re 
<laughs> Let's recap some stuff here, Scotty, from what happened yes. the past few weeks yeah. in the Minnesota section. So uh, I'll jump right in. Senior uh, championship up at uh, my place, Minnewaska Golf Club, had uh, two beautiful days, a little blustery up on the hill. Um, some great play, though. Um, it was uh, fun to watch. I enjoyed seeing all those guys up there and seeing what they could do. Uh, and uh, Mike Barge still gets it done um, at 63 years old. Shoots. Are you allowed to say that? Yeah. He was okay with that? Yes. He okay. won the super senior division and was very proud of it. So there's a super senior and a regular senior? Yes. And he yes. won them both? Yes. And he said that he won this event 10 years ago. 13. 13 years. So when he turned 50, he won. Was that the last time he won? He won Chris? in 2005. He's won three other times. He's won four times, this being his fourth one. His first one came in 2005. Okay. All right. Also won in 07 and 10. Yeah. And, you know, we're at Woodhill. And he yeah, tell us to the find story. Out, yeah. He told Chris, I think, that he played in the Assistance Championship at Woodhill 40 years ago. How old were you for? Oh, you, were, you weren't born yet. I, I was, was three. I was nothing. You're nothing. I was three. Didn't even know golf existed. No. I got a little barge. Yeah. I got a little barge stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I played with Bargey at uh, Winsong Farm. Yeah. 7,000 yard golf course. Mm -hmm. And this was back when I actually could play play a little bit of golf. And yeah. I'm sitting there thinking, this old guy is not going to be able to hang with us. The guy doesn't make bogeys. No. I mean, it didn't matter if it was hybrid, nine iron, seven iron, didn't matter. Hitting greens, making pars. I think he shot three under. And I'm sitting there at the end of the round. I'm walking up that big hill because you used to work. Yes, yes. Up the big so I'm walking hill. up the big hill and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, that dude just wiped me. That's crazy. And yeah. how good he gets it around. So props to you, Bargy. Great shooting. Good job up there at the Minnewaska. Scotty didn't have to go too far to watch that one. No, no. And, I mean, it was fun coming down the stretch. It was awesome. I went out and watched. Dale's down one shot going on 18, the par 5, you know, up tees. And uh, Dale bombs one inside 175. Do you use that back tee anymore? No, it's it's the only blind shot on the golf course. So, we try to eliminate it. So, we're pretty much. That is not true, by the way. Hole 16 from that tee is a blind shot. How because the trees cover the water on the left that I hit in every time. Well, and this year, I didn't know if I hit it in the water or if I hit it out of bounds, so I had to repack. I'll talk to the Brady Scott. Take those trees down. We'll talk to him. We'll see. I ask you every year to move those tees down to the other box. You're like, no, no, no. My members were just up at your place. Yeah. I had one of the guys, not a great golfer, but he likes to play. He goes up there and plays from that tee because he's like, that looks so cool. It and is. as soon as he told me that, I'm like, you have no idea, dude, how it's, much I hate that tee box. It's a bear. So Barge bogeys 16. The, the lead yeah, goes who doesn't bogey 16? Yeah. Well, that was his only bogey on the day. So Dale is one back. They par 17, get to 18. Chris is with me. We're watching it. And Dale bombs one inside 175. I talked to Dale today. Hits eight iron, but Barge is back at about 215. Hits hybrid 10 feet. And Dale hits it in there about 15 feet, so Dale's away. Leaves it on the edge for Eagle to put a little pressure on Mike, and he calmly two puts it down. Barge does and wins by one. So it was fun to watch. And uh, look, he's, he's at it again. Shoots 69 today at Woodhill. Yeah. No bogeys. He's got one bogey in the last 36 holes. Why <laughs> isn't this guy not playing well? Uh, he should play more, but... Maybe he'll come to the Minnewaska Pro-Am next year because, you know, he's he must have a good vibe up there. Sounds like it's going to be easy money for him. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's go on to the uh, 
Women stayed over. Yeah, we were at the uh, Delwood Hills the day before, Scotty, for that pro member. Delwood Country Club. Oh, thank you. Did it used to be Delwood Hills? No. Delwood. Yeah, it was. Well, but now hey, it's Delwood Country Club. We're okay. going to save you an Great apology correction. right there. Well, I might have to know. Hey, Scotty, you said uh, Bargy shot a 69. He actually shot a 68. So Today? Oh, I'm sorry. He was three under today. The par 71 of Woodhill. He shot the same this. score as you. Oh, Folks, this oh. is why we're going to need a big apology segment. <laughs> yes. Because we're just going to be throwing out random information. So we're at the Delwood. You and Jack come in at the buzzer. All right. I mean, literally, they're oh, looking for yeah. you guys. What did you guys stop and have some, have there some was, lunch? There was a traffic jam when you're already late, like okay. that Alanis Morissette yes, song. Yes. Yes. Um, Sing it. No, don't. Okay, no, just kidding. We're not, we already sang okay. once on this. So, of course, my game's in shambles. So yeah. I'm out there just trying to piece something together, right? You literally got to the cities three hours before your. Okay, team yeah. Time. So everybody who remembers last podcast. We had a Greg Snow segment, and so I actually tried to work on some stuff, believe it or not. So I go early. I stop at Manitou Ridge. I chip and putt there. I had two really nice rain sessions at home. I'm sitting here thinking, all right, come on, let's get this done. I started playing pretty good at Delwood, mm-hmm. you know, where they're going to have the state, the lady state open, and there's trouble everywhere. Then down the stretch, I just fold up like a cheap suit and shoot 82 again. <laughs> I go in, I'm sitting inside and my team played really well. These guys that, you know, they just, they're you know, obviously the members, they knew what they were doing. So anyways, we got a good chance to look at that golf course and Olivia Herrick, who is a member there. Yes. Uh, she ended up pulling off that victory. Yes. Yeah. Great playing. Uh, I think she went wire to wire and was leading after the first round and held on. Uh, Sarah Burnham, who recently just graduated from Michigan State and is now pro and has been playing professionally kind of all all over. And uh, she put on a big charge and shot five under uh, to get close and then uh, finished one back at one over with uh, Lisa Grimes from up in my neck of the woods, Alexandria Golf Club, uh, and uh, two solid rounds of 73-72. Um, so good scores down there. I thought, I don't know about you, Greg, but that's the best condition I've seen at golf. It's phenomenal. It was, yeah. it was awesome. They had had the club championship the weekend before they had us down there for the pro-am and then they go right into the state open women's state open and it was phenomenal. So congrats to Olivia. Yeah. And Delwood, I want to give them some, some airtime here. They've been great to us oh, as a yes, section. They, have. they yes. have offered their, that place to us more than once on multiple occasions yes. are willing to host the golf champions over and over have asked about the state open i mean they are really doing a lot of stuff out there to help us and i just want to give them kudos for you know being there for us and being available so it's 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 a it's a good spot they've just made improvements year after year and it just keeps getting better so um how about uh, with uh, what do we got going on on the junior circuit that's everything's pretty much wrapped up now our players tour player of the years, um, Isabella McCauley, thinks going to be a ninth grader. And then, um, who is it, Chris? Nate DeZeal. Say that uh, name again. Nate DeZeal. Of DeZeal. DeZeal. He's of from East Grand Forks. Oh, Grand Forks. Yes. Way That's up way up there. north. Yes. Does he go to playing. East Grand Forks High School? Um, Isn't there a bunch of high schools in Grand Forks? There's a few. But that's hot. Great game. golf course that's up there, by hot. the way. Kings Walk. Yes. Love that place. Dan Tannehill. Dan Tannehill's still up there. But with that sidetrack, Isabel, it just blows my mind. I, I Scott, as you know, we talked about last time. I have daughters yes. that play golf. And when they break 85, um, 
we we do high fives and hugs in the whole bit because that's a big deal. This girl, if she shoots 85, she's punching something. You know what I'm saying? She's a she's an eighth grader. It's unbelievable how good some of these kids are at such a young age. I mean that Catherine Van Aragon, she's a seventh grader and won triple A this year. It's I mean when we were in seventh grade, we couldn't even tie our own shoes. And these kids are shooting under par. I didn't think about breaking par. No, I was, seventh no, grade. I was just trying to get an airborne, which I still have to work on after. Right, you do. Well, you have the fadeaway, so sometimes you hit some toppers. Yeah, but I, I hang back. But it doesn't matter because you played great yeah. today. But so, so they're up at Minnesota National, which is kind of out there. It's a it's a hard place to get to. You know, I've uh, yeah, worked a lot in the Brainerd area. And, McGregor. Yeah, it's McGregor. Great golf course. Got a, got a couple... You know, questionables, if you will, but mm-hmm. at what course doesn't, okay? Yes. And again, these kids, they traveled up there, and both of them won that event because that was the tour championship for them, and that propelled them to be players of the year. So congratulations to them. Obviously, big deal. Our junior program is is flying. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff happening, and we're kind of the cat's meow right now a little bit. There we go. A little, little plug. Yes. But our staff does a phenomenal job, and, um, you know, we move on up. Sorry there. We, I'm apologizing again, but we move the needle very well in the junior golf circuit. Yes. And so things are going really well there and can't say enough good things. Scotty, it's a, a, a part here that I don't really want to talk about because our buddy Flo here um, kind of showed his knowledge a little bit more than uh, what you and I have. But as many of you know, we, uh, we talked about some picks that we had for the PGA Championship, which is a few weeks why, ago. Why? And again, I had Fowler and Fowler was cruising. He, he had it going. and Played and, great. Yeah, and Maggie over here, she had speed. Speed was cruising until he hit that tree on twelve. Yeah, around, was that round three or round four? I think I can't remember which one, but that tree derailed him. Which yes, that happens yes. to people. But so both of our guys finished tied for twelfth. Your guy missed the other hair guy. In my defense, yeah, give it to us. You what picked a European I for an American event. Tiger, I wanted Tiger in the mix, and I knew that that would move the needle. And we got what we wanted. It was awesome. Him making a move on Sunday. Fleetwood, my guy. Yeah, he 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 was okay. Made the cut. Didn't really make a move. But I mean, is Kepka? Is he phased by anything? No. The guy is. It, no, the guy's it, an MMA fighter. Yeah, it's. Uh, do you think? And Flo nailed it. Yes. He's like, yeah, I'm taking Kepka. And I said, easy, easy really? no-brainer. Didn't hesitate. <laughs> Three majors in two years. I mean, that's that's. Tiger esque right there. I mean, he's now he's now like right there. So you and I, we were we were playing at the Craigens Pro Am, which we're lucky enough we're gonna have an interview with Tim Johnson here. We were at the Craigens Pro Am yeah. on Sunday. We didn't get to see any of the Tiger Oh, tournaments. I watched it. The pace of play at Craigens was quick. What? Quick enough that I got to watch. Tiger hey, down the hey remember, we're talking honesty here. Yes. All right, you don't have to put your tongue in your cheek and then say that. Quick. If the pace of paper is slow. Nothing slow. tops the Minnewaska Pro Am. Oh, stop it. I'm just telling you oh, that if you want to cast your stones out there, all right, just remember that we had some issues out there at your place. It will get better. And it, it only George can get better. Pledge that it will Was be that better. his fault? It was his and I's. Okay, well, again, I just want you to be careful. If you want to throw your stones, just remember your glass house isn't that uh, that bulletproof. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so we're out there. I didn't get to see it. I don't have that kind I of technology. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Tiger's making his charge, and I'm sure he didn't hit like one fairway in the first, you know, the, first, the front nine and shot 32 yeah. or 31 or something stupid like that. So he's charging. Flo is getting all nervous here because Brooksy's, you know, was kind of just loitering. But just like he did in this last event, 
his first 12 holes of the FedEx Cup here, this it's like he's non-existent. Okay, he's going to be, all of a sudden he's on the leaderboard. It's just, no, oh, there's four birdies in a row or three birdies and an eagle. And it's just crazy what right this guy's there. doing. And then he takes the lead. It's like, it's like almost Tiger when he'd take the lead back in the day. It's like, he's not going to give it up. Somebody's going to have to really make a charge and jump over him because he's not going to falter down the stretch. This, the shot he hit in on 16, the par three, it was just this low bullet all over it, like 10 feet below the hole and just buries it. It's like game, set, match right there. But, uh, I mean, it was a good tournament. Uh, fun to see Tiger in the mix and maybe getting in the Ryder Cup mix. Is, is Did that seal the deal for Tiger? We're, we're going to talk about that. Don't okay. jump ahead. Okay. Hey, FedEx Cup, real quick. Uh, did the FedEx Cup playoffs intrigue you at all, Scotty, or do you not watch them? It intrigues me if Tiger's in the mix. DeChambeau at the Do we top. need to talk about that again? Yeah, yeah. I mean, DeChambeau, your boy, is he... He's another one we're going to I don't want to jump the gun Ryder on that either. We're going to talk lengthily, yes. if that's a word, yes. about it your is. boy, Bryson. Not my boy. I, he is not my boy either. But God, he hits it well. He played well this weekend. So Okay, we're going to get to that. Yes. But we got something special right now. We have, well, as many everybody knows here, today is the day of the section championship. When you hear this broadcast, section championship will be over, and this is going to really be fun. This I, I can't believe what's happening. I mean, I'm out of it, so I get to buy. No, but you're not. you two are possibly now. Tim, come on up here. Tim has a couple holes left, but if all goes as plans on the last few holes, you guys will be paired together yeah. coming down the stretch. So yes. this is going to be great for the people listening later uh-huh. to hear this. And kind of go, oh, remember when Johnson said that? Or remember when McDonald said this? And then go back and just break it down. This is going to be so much fun for our next podcast. I'm already looking forward to that one. And we haven't even done this interview yet. Tim, thank you for joining us. Hey, thank you. Scotty, do you want to fire first question? I mean, you're the leader. You kind of were the leader for a long time. But Johnson is the actual clubhouse leader right now at four under. Now, we know that he is six holes into his back nine and that he is actually three under. He has a bogey somewhere in there. He's got a tap in for par and then a couple holes left. Now, so you guys are actually tied. But as of now, on the scoreboard, everybody that's in their hotels watching right now, they see Tim Johnson as the leader. So I'm going to let you have first question. You're like, this is like the White House press secretary. You get first question for Johnson. Timmy, it, let it me looked, have it. <laughs> no, it looked like you got off to a great start. What was it like? Four birdies in the first five holes. Yeah, putter was pretty hot. So did he, you hit it close or just make a bunch of bombs? I hit the first two were lengthy putts. They were twenty feet plus. Okay, on both of them, so, and then uh, the third one was two feet. Okay, so started on the back nine, birdie 10, 11, 12. Correct. Bogey 13. Now, this is very important. Skins game now, both dates. There is one birdie on 13 currently, and it just so <laughs> happens it, it is the co-host over there, no, Mr. Eight over no, himself. He, you could get a skin. This isn't about me. Well yeah, deserving. Scotty, okay. Well deserving. Thanks, Tim. Right? Tim, this isn't about me. <laughs> I, I struggled. I had three triple bogeys or just three double bogeys. I'm struggling. I want to talk about you guys, okay? So we had a chat. Uh, we were sitting near each other during the rain delay up yep. there at, at Woodhill, and Johnson's like, I think I had seven putts on the front side. He says <laughs> to me, and, he, and then I said, seven. He goes, let me count. Yeah. He goes, let me go. It, so it felt like about, seven. Oh, it felt like goodness. seven. Yeah. So, no, Johnson does this, Scotty. You know mm-hmm. that he is not, and, and the funny thing is, this guy doesn't die a lot of putts. He likes to uh, ram them. Yeah. And so when they're going in, 
They just pour in, and it's like, oh, you can just feel it when you play against him. Like, nothing's going to – I just giving you a taste of what you're going to feel tomorrow. It's like nothing stops him once well, those putts I've are flying. I've played with Tim quite a few times. And, yeah, he Tim gets hot. He can make a ton of birdies. He's like one of the all-time leaders in skins money in the section. He always gets a skin. He does like. always get a skin. It's him or Jesse Nelson. Yeah. They're like big skins guys. Okay, so Johnson, you birdie 10, 11, 12, which unbelievable to think about. What's What are you thinking about on 13 T-Box? Because I'm never there. I'm never three under after three, so I don't even know what to think. But what are you thinking about when you're standing on 13 so you're like, this is unbelievable, or are you thinking, let's go? That's I'm thinking, let's go. I'm thinking, <laughs> you know what, let's just go get four. Let's get five. I mean, it had a good stretch of holes, obviously, coming in. I mean, my mindset going through was trying to par the par three, you know, 200 yards. Hit a good shot, be up there, and par that, and then you go into a shorter par five. And, and try not to, for myself anyways, trying not to get too far ahead of myself. Because I, I think that sometimes gets a person in trouble, myself, a lot of times. When you start counting birdies, you start counting, you know, how many holes you have left versus how many what, how many should I make. And so I tried to, tried to stay a little even keel. Plus, I was, you know, I truly was in a great group with the other two guys, and they kind of kept me humble. Who are you playing with? Uh, Sauer and... Uh, Kringen. Okay. Chris Sauer is like nine kids. Did you yeah. know that? No, I did we not. We can talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> it's amazing how Yeah, it's amazing how good he plays with Back all. I mean, there. the guy in taxis and his accountant is like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Man, yeah, they, they definitely uh, got a little taste of of my putting, putting any plays when they were going in. They they couldn't believe it, I'm sure. And, you know, we had some laughs over it. and. And truly, you know, they got into the mix at, on the second par five, and uh, Sauer made a really long one on that, and then um, and then Jeff birdied the next one, and it was just we're just like, well, we're gonna be really good for the skins game, or we're gonna <laughs> ruin some uh, or uh, break some hearts, obviously, with it, but we couldn't get your par three one, so. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's fun when you get in a group like that and everybody's playing well. And you're feeding off of it, and it's, correct. It's it. It doesn't become you're you're obviously competing against each other, but you're also trying to help each other out. And it's 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 cutthroat, but it's also guys we see all the time throughout the year. So you want to help, but you want to see somebody play well, and you know, hopefully, you just play a little bit better. Yeah, you know, that's kind of my mentality always in those groups like that. The so. comp- competition of the sport, pretty yeah. much is. Yep. You never want to wish ill on anyone and, you know, cheer your eyes on and make some putts. And So I'll start the apologies now, Kyle Phil and Ryan Paulson, that they didn't get that <laughs> yeah, no, today <laughs> with me. Yeah. That those poor guys had to go, oh, is this guy going to hit a fairway? I mean, <laughs> it's lucky that there's no woods where, like, we have to go look again. You know, like when we play Pro-Am sometimes. Oh, yeah. Usually we're looking for the yeah. AMs. The AMs are looking for mine right now. Yeah. So Try an iron. Try an iron, I would say. There's nothing, Johnson, that's working out there, and I'm trying. I'm not quitting. Yes, that's I'm not good. quitting. That's, that's what good. I have hey, to say. You good mentality. Hey, it's all that's – I'm excited about this. Two of my better friends in the business. You guys are battling hard. Um, again, I, I want to say we talked about that on the last show. The only thing better would be is if Jack Horner was in your threesome uh, yeah. tomorrow. Now, again, Johnson's got to take care of some business out there. Yep, yep. He's got seven, eight, and nine in front of him. Correct. And um, I would love to tell you what not to do on nine because I took a double mm-hmm. bogey. But I don't know if that's advice or not or how <laughs> that would be looked at. So I don't want to get you in trouble there. It's, it, it just seems 
at Woodhill, there's no holes that you can kind of take a breather on. Yeah. Because with how the greens are, and there's some demanding tee shots, and the par threes are tough. The whole locations, Vincent, hats off to him. I thought the whole locations were good today. They were tough. I didn't see anything unfair because out there it can get unfair pretty quick with how fast the greens are. So I think, yeah, it's just nothing's for granted. And somebody told me before the tournament, they said, par's a good score out at Woodhill. And it truly is. I mean, yeah, there's quite a few rounds under par, but I still look at this and I think even par is probably going to get through to nationals. Two rounds of even par will get you through. And that's, I mean, that's the ultimate goal for all of us. Johnson, did did you have a number that you thought about before you teed it up today or did you not go there? Do you kind of just one shot at a time, one hole, and see where the chips fall? You know, I always, you know, always come into a competition like this. It's a little bit different than your pro-ams that you play just because of the, the stages a little bit and, and what's out there in stakes. So to me, it's more of I'm just mapping it out, trying to get, you know, 72 if I can. And I've played here before, way back in the assistance championship when they had it. So I had a little idea of what the course was and I usually just try to map out what I want to do and, and stick to it. Even if, you know, even if you do a double bogey on a hole that you know you should have parred, the next one still stick with iron off the tee, even though it's 330 or 340 off the tee. Don't get away from your game plan and, and try to obviously stick to it. And, and unless it starts getting really, really bad, then you can kind of make make some benches and go for skins, you know. That's, that's yes. Like, he always has something to play for. That's what, is that new? That's new this year, right? Yeah, and brand new thanks to that guy new, over there. Yeah, yeah. Too, no, I just think it's good that eliminate those sandbaggers trying to just get in the skins game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make, playing poor the first day so they get the morning away from the skins game. But it's, I think it's just fun, and I was talking to Eddie Wynn about it. It's, hey, if it starts going bad and you're 10, 12 over early, you still got something to play for. Are you guys preaching at me or what? I mean, I can only take so much here. I'm saying that some of these guys that thinks that they signed up, we got one of the highest numbers ever in this event, 120 players. And some guys, this might be their only event. And if they get it going sideways, they might be like, well, I can just pack it in and leave. But now you got skins both days and, if all guys get in there, that's it's a good I, I, I all guys and gals, sorry, that's twelve hundred dollars. We we had a guy at the Johnson's Pro Am that had the one skin for yeah, two Mike days. Moran. Yeah. Mike Moran, our buddy, our yes. NCO bus driver, yes. two grand. Unbelievable. Good for him. Yeah. Okay. All right. Johnson, yes. consider you a good friend. All right, thank you. Do you agree? Yeah. I stayed at your house one time. Your lovely wife, Kelly, let me sleep in that oh, guest yes. room the whole bit. She loves you, Greg. Okay, she so what I'm about to ask you, right. you cannot punch me in the face here, okay? I know we're, we're going. Really close I know we're here. going with this. You Johnson, knew he'd bring it. Of course there. he oh, yeah. did. He's ready. Yeah. He's a good friend. Johnson, you were leading this tournament with three holes to play back in 2013. Correct. At your home track. Correct. What are you going to take from that into where you're at right now into this event? Um, You know... I I always look at it, you know, the more that I talk about it, obviously, is easier. And I, with even close friends or people that have never even heard the story, you know, talking about it and, and helping out. But, you know, it's always, you take the good with the bad. I've had, I've had some really good rounds and, you know, I would consider this today right now a really good start to a good round and what I want. So, 
you know, what I'm going to learn from it is, you know, just don't let your mistakes compound on one hole or, or through a course of it and, and just try to get through it. And, you know, it, it all comes with nerves and being in that spot. And, you know, I'm not a guy that's always in that spot all the time. So, I mean, for me, it's... I called him right after, Scotty, not very so. long after, because when you saw the numbers, yes. and if anybody yes. wants to go back and look, we don't mm -hmm. have to talk about it. Oh, they can go fine. back and look. I'm fine. But anyways, I called him, and he could not... I said, I go, Johnson, I would still be crying. I would literally... would. This guy handled... Hey, it is what it is. It's all good. I mean, he handled it like a champion. Mm -hmm. And again... There was a lot on the line, and you probably knew it standing because you had a really good drive on sixteen, right? Uh, no, that, what, that, that was the one that I lost. Or well, that it was, was where, a, it was a hazard, but then the next one kind of—that's where it compounded, like, right? Pummel a three wood, yeah, and it just got me into trouble and yeah. trying to get out playing safe, and it just kind of just never hit it quite good enough. And that's where I'm at. Was still, my game you right know, now. truly, it was. If you look back to it, you know, two holes left, it still wasn't mm -hmm. out of the mix. All, you know, it had to feel like way. it though when you were out there at that time. I know we're my blood was back. flowing and I was sweating <laughs> and it was probably sixty-five degrees. <laughs> That's right. It was. It definitely was probably something that if just slow down maybe after something like that happens too and just you know say okay you still haven't recovered. Well, I want to gather yourself with some composure. So. I want to say this again for mm -hmm. everybody to hear out there. No matter what happens mm -hmm. tomorrow to you guys, both of you, yeah. you handled that like an absolute champion. Thanks. I would have probably oh. drop kicked somebody in the face because, like you, you said, drop I'm, kick anyone. <laughs> well, I would, you, I would come yeah. off a table. <laughs> I jump off a table <laughs> and drop kick. Okay, but I mean, Johnson, you handled that so awesome, and I thank you for even fielding the question because yeah, again, no it's probably not something easy to talk about. But hey, us in the media here, we you know what, we're going deep. So, We're going to dive in and really maybe open up a wound here yeah, or two. Fun you know? Yeah, you know, a fun fact with that is the ball off the tee I didn't find, so I took my drop, and some members just happened that were close friends of mine happened to find it while playing the golf course about five days later, put it in a box, wrapped it up, oh, and no. put it on my desk. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's where I wanted to really drop kick <laughs> because they also had they also had a note, and it said, it was playable. Oh no! And I couldn't find, and I didn't find it. So you'd have chipped it out. I would have probably and chipped then it out. Bunted yeah. it over. Yep. It and then been, hit a wedge yep. on, just taking feeling, a six or a seven. The feeling of just finding the golf ball at that point when you look for almost five. How many rounds have we done that though, Scotty? Where we go back and we go, I should have did. Oh, yeah. could. And if I'd have taken a seven on that, you know, all it's, these what a shoulda couldas that just think about it's, golf. It's just so difficult because in one hole. Like in Tim's instance, it can spiral out of control so fast. And then all of a sudden you're on the next tee box and you're like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> you got ran over by a semi truck and you're like, what just happened? But that's, I mean, and I know Tim's learned from it. And if he wouldn't be here playing in, in this position, right, if right. he didn't learn from it, you gotta, you gotta learn from your mistakes and learn that in the next time you're in that instance maybe it's tomorrow that you just go one shot at a time no it is tomorrow yeah, yeah. I, I mean yeah it will be yeah. tomorrow yeah and so when you're in that situation and a little adversity comes your way it's how you handle it and yep. i think it's it's very difficult to handle it well and stay composed and and especially i mean we all play tournament golf but we're not jeff Sorensen, we're not don barry we're not brent snyder that if played in the PGA Championship right. or been to the National Club Pro and really played well there, 
they, they've got things to fall back on, successes, and our successes for some of us are few and far between. I'm not going to name names, but... <laughs> Well, that was, I mean, that was, I deserve that. that. Yeah. I deserve that, Johnson. I really do. That's okay. I, I, yeah, I'm okay with I'm so comfortable with how bad my game is right now that it's sickening. I know. We got to turn that around you, somehow. You are wearing your red so, shirt, by the way. Mm-hmm. Second podcast in a row. Second day, I'm like, this is the day for it. I ironed the shirt today. <laughs> you don't own an iron, I, do you? I iron. No, I don't. My wife does. All right. I ironed the shirt today. Tim, I hope it's you and I down the street tomorrow. Oh, that will be so much too. fun. And then. You know, we could just get paired together in the NCO or, you know, who knows, Ooh, going we can, forward. We could continue that battle, maybe. Yes, exactly. See, one Scotty, one, one Scotty one. probably thinks that's who the kind of golfer you are. This guy, he's like, he can't break 85 in the NCO. We're freezing. <laughs> yeah, now, for those out there listening, what's the NCO? The NCO, it's the Northern Chapter Open. It's an event that we came up with 16, how many years of Ben Johnson? 15 mm. years that. Jack and I are the 16, only two. 16, right? Might be 16 years ago. We decided yeah. to go to Ames, Iowa. That's where it started, Maggie. Maggie went to school down there. And um, we just do this trip in March where we can't catch nice weather. We're going to Houston this year, by the way, you two. Nice. You know, be in Houston? Yeah, you didn't know that. Houston, the, st- the city. That's great. Yeah, Houston, we okay. have a problem. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. So anyways, because we can't catch weather anymore. It's like yeah. 38 degrees, and Johnson has got... Gloves on gloves on out there. He takes the gloves off to swing and he still swings at it as hard as he does like today at Woodhill. Yeah. It's amazing. I yeah. can't even move out there. I'm freezing so bad. But and yet Scott continues to play more golf when we don't need to. That was in amazing, the snow, in the wasn't snow. it? Anybody he, know where Scott is? I think he went to the he, back nine He walking. went out and played nine holes walking. <laughs> snow. Hey, in the snow. Idiot. I got three kids. I don't get to play that much golf. You did say winter, that. And I was there to play golf. Sure, I want to have a little fun, but I was there to play golf. So, all right. Well, anyway, Johnson, thank you. Timmy, Give me a handshake. Yeah, finish yeah. the awesome. round. Awesome. All right, and we'll see you tomorrow. Hopefully, Ho- on the first tee. One o'clock, yes. you two. Hopefully, on tee one. Yes. Yeah. I'm hopefully. hoping I get eight a.m. I got to play a little worse. Are you going to stick holes. around and watch? Yes, I'm watching you two. <laughs> For sure, I <laughs> Are would. Are you going to take a nap? Do you know? No. I'll, I won't have time. I'm going to be golfing at some point. I'm not quitting. Remember, okay. oh, I'm yes. not yeah. quitting. Okay. Oh, all right. Let's all right, move on. Tim, let's... Thanks for coming in. Hey, thank you guys all right. for having me. Thanks, Johnson. Yeah, that was thanks fun. for answering those. No problem. All right, next segment here, Ryder Cup. Big talk here. We yes. me and Chris Flo Rockford had a little pregame on this, and we're pretty similar, but at the end of the day, I think it's gonna be uh, interesting to see what uh, Captain Furick decides here. I've got some opinions. Scotty, I want to hear your take on some of the stuff. We know the top eight are in. Uh, the next uh, the next um, rider, the next pick is on the fourth. Mm-hmm. You'll be at uh, Southview playing the little pro-am. Yep. I'm yep. going to be glued to the TV, um, watching some of that, getting ready for my daughter's volleyball game that night. But I can't wait for this because, to me, this is, I don't know, I want to say controversial, but this could be one of the most exciting Ryder Cup pickings of all time because two of the all-time greatest aren't in the top eight. Yes, it's it's going to be crazy to see what happens because, uh, I mean, yeah, you need a, every guy's important in the event. So it's, um, yeah, who are you going to go with? Are you going to go with the seasoned veterans? Are you going to go with the young guys that haven't been on the rookies? Um, I know, what is your, who do you think is going to okay. get in? So I want to start with Rockford, if yes. that's okay. Rock. Just give us your four guys who you think Furick is going to pick, and then Scotty and I will kind of piggyback on that. 
I think uh, with the last four four picks here, I think you got to go with the two veterans that we talked about, two of the greatest yeah, players Nicholson ever. Nicholson and Tiger. Nicholson yep. and Tiger. But then you look at all these other players who have established themselves and have had a lot of success. I think you got to bring two rookies into it. And I think the two obvious choices for me are DeChambeau, who's arguably the hottest right now, as well as Tony Finau. Tony Finau has been... Up, been up at the greatly. top of the leaderboard in almost every major this year, yeah, and he's been he playing awesome. great. He uh, he made a charge on Sunday in the Northern Trust. Right, and if anybody hurts their ankle, he can just pop just back in. Right back. He'll do it. Yes. He'll chiropractor right in. So, hey, okay, I'm going to piggyback on that. I don't take the golf as important as maybe some other people when it comes to Ryder Cup. Let me explain. I think that chemistry, camaraderie, you name it, is way more important than how many birdies you make. You get, Don't everybody look at me like I'm an idiot. No, yet, no, okay? I agree. I because agree. they did everything they could to keep Bubba Watson off that team two years ago at Hazeltine. Everything. He's, and he's on this Well, team. nothing they can do. Yeah, he's yeah. on. They're going yeah. to gonna ask Furyk to sit him every match. Yeah. They're going to ask him that. And Furyk's going to say, I can't do that. It's Bubba Watson. He's won three times or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And Phil and Tiger are going to go up and go, you probably should sit him. Nobody wants to play with him. Okay. Yeah. That's Bryson DeChambeau to me. He is Watson too. Now you can say, okay, let those two jack wagons play together. Yeah, how about that? Okay, pairing? maybe that's a pairing, and you can tell you about. I'm saying don't pick him, keep him off, whatever. I don't think in team golf there's any room for analytics. Scotty, diagnose that. Team golf. I, I, I last show I said the same thing. We need someone. Whoever is the captain's picks, it's all about camaraderie. It's all about gelling as a team. Our record overseas and away Ryder Cups. What we have we? When's the last time we won? It's I do not feel good about it. I'm telling you right now about our chances. No matter who it is, I do not feel good about it. What? Yes, I do not feel good about it. I couldn't it. disagree more. I know. Flo is over here saying this is a walk away. They should add in. He, this is literally what he said. We should add in the Australians. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I, I want gonna, you to tear gonna, that up. Who's going to beat Brooks Kepka and DJ, Justin Thomas and Fowler, Spieth and Reed, who were unbeatable last year or uh, two years ago? Who's going to beat those guys? If we roll hey, them out Chris, every single don't time, look at me. He's guys. the Jack Moron over there that thinks that the Let's Americans have no chance. I just don't understand. I'm not with him but on Tiger this. Tiger Woods just intimidating every rookie European it that's out there. It, it, Tiger Woods' record in a Ryder Cup, I, I don't need to remind you, is not that all impressive. And it's not... We've had these super teams before where we're like, there is no way we lose this. And then we go over there and get stopped, and we're like, who are these guys that are beating us? So I think we just need to, personally, it's going to be Tiger and Phil. I want them to take Kuchar. Kuchar you want is, Kuchar? Yes. He's not even on my list. He's right there. Kuchar, not even on my list. Kuchar's awesome in the Ryder Cup. But give, me, give me something to tell me why. And I, you don't even have to give me a record because record. That's, I don't care about stats. And that, well, again, that's not a big deal to me. He's also a good team guy. Okay, they I, love there you go. He's there you an go. unbelievable ping pong, ping pong player. Philly. Who, who, if, good point. But Phil kind of wants Kisner. Well, but Phil's not in yet. No, Kisner is, is a bulldog. I, is there any way? I mean, I like Fino. I think I'm Fino with you on Fino. Yeah. 
I okay. think there's going to be a rookie in it, and it, sure. it's going to be DeChambeau or, or Frina, in my opinion. I or maybe believe that Furyk is dry enough of a person that he might just say, "Hey, I kind of like this DeChambeau guy." Yeah, you know. But I do think that some of the other guys are going to say, "Are you sure? Yeah, that's who you want to pick." Hey, we still have Johnson here. I want to get Johnson's take on this. Who he thinks we're going to take? <laughs> yeah, Johnson. Who 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 are they going to pick? What do you got? That's a good question. <laughs> I, I've been so busy working, Greg. I Johnny, haven't had a chance. Stop to with that. This will not even help more. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should listen to this. This will get you more in tune with golf. That's that, you're won't... probably true. <laughs> <laughs> probably true. I mean, I got two hours to listen to something. On the you're going to be here. driving home. You drive for a lot of tournaments too. <laughs> Who do you think they're going to pick? And when I say they, I don't think this is totally up to Furyk. I think the networks have some say. Dissect that, Scotty. What do you think? Is I think that your conspiracy. No, theory? not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I just think that they're sitting there going, "If you don't pick Tiger and Phil, you're an idiot because we need them." Yeah. Yes, that is very true. So NBC, I, yeah, who I think still has the coverage. Is saying we need these right, guys. and Tiger's played his way in. Yes. No, nobody can argue that. Phil, you can make it. I read something on Golf Week today that said, you know what, he should stay home. Or he should be that vice captain. Him and Tiger should switch, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there going, no, absolutely not. The guy just blitz Sergio. Actually, Sergio played awesome too. Then they have, each have like ten birdies or ten birdies and yeah. nine birdies or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Phil Great can match. still play. Yeah. Yes. And again, that doesn't show up on the record sheet. Guy can make two birdies and win. He makes ten and pushes. Yeah. All right, Johnson. Sorry. Who do you like out there that you that you kind of got your eye on? Um, well, I did like Kuchar. I, I truly I liked him as. As one of the guys going, just I think the experience with it, the um, being obviously in the last one too, and you know, I think there's still some momentum that we can still take from that last one, mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. even though it was two years ago. Of even though Bob was on the team, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I did you go two years ago, Johnson? I did two days. Yep, I was actually on the green when the that uh, David Johnson, I think the guy from Mayfield. Or Mayville. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Got, got called yeah. out. And, got, and we were just arriving, got up there. And Fun. and uh, all the media and everything kind of got in front of us. And my, my wife actually got has it videoed on her phone. Awesome. It was, I mean, it's kind of that moment when Rudy runs out of the tunnel and you get goosebumps. Or around yep. the field and you get goosebumps. That's what I had when he made it. And then you could just <laughs> hear the fans cheer. Yeah. And yeah it was, that was it, one it of the coolest Ryder Cup moments. It was a great yes. moment to, to be able to witness, you know live on that and, and see it. But so Johnson's a coacher guy with you. I do. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. He's a, he's a, he's a good team guy. Yeah. We're talking about uh, okay. chemistry. You're right. You're right. Right. I can't, I can't. And I don't know what uh, Xander Shoffley, he kind of seems a little reserved, maybe yes. kind of, and that may be okay. Um, Cause he's kind of on my radar too. Snedeker wins a couple weeks ago, shoots that 59 or was it 58, 59? 59, 59, right? yeah. I mean, so, and he's 35th on the list. He's way down. So yeah. again, you kind of sit Johnson. there and you say he already made his bet, but got, why do they hold that fourth pick for late? Because they want the hot, a hot guy, okay. which goes to Flo's pick about DeChambeau, whatever, whatever. And I'm sitting there going, I don't care if he wins the next three tournaments, don't pick him. If he wins the next three tournaments, there's no way you can't pick him. I, I don't disagree. And now, he might go back and listen to this because, I mean, we're going to become national at some point, Scotty. <laughs> so he might go back in here. Yeah. And so all I would say to him is if he's sitting in the room, I'd say there's no place for, for an artistic, beautiful game for there to be analytics during a team competition. Again, you can't push that on a Phil Mickelson about your degrees of lie and all this and that. That's just not going to happen. Okay, so... 
You need to play ping pong with the boys, high five a little bit, like we do at the NCO. Yeah. Play yeah. a little billiards, play some when it's play open. Some cards. When it's open. <laughs> that's an inside joke. <laughs> yeah. We got that's oh, I would love to talk about that. We can't. Whole another segment. It's 20 minutes, <laughs> yeah. Johnson. That's so beautiful. Um, Scotty, this happened in Colorado with one of our buddies. We got kicked out of a game room one time, me and Johnson and some mm-hmm. other people. Why does and, that not surprise you? Well, we almost cost him his job. Yeah. We weren't supposed to be in oh, there, but okay. we were having a blast, man. So, anyways, that happened on an end. So, you guys, right. am I getting this right? Because I don't. Honesty. Okay. Honesty. Yeah, we're, we're, remember I, that's big for this podcast. Yes, honesty. I just do not feel good about our chances. I've got this weird feeling about that we're going to go over there, and I hope I'm wrong. So but we. our record over there is just not great, and weird things happen, and all of a sudden we come out in the first wave of matches, and we're down three-one or whatever it is. Europeans are stacked. Yes. Rom, McElroy, Fleetwood, Fleetwood, Poulter's not or, or not Poulter's, Poulter's not on the team. Stenson is he on? Stenson's sixteen right yeah, now. He's not so even that's on, an interesting. But he's not playing very well. He's kind of got the Greg Snow face. going. He's not playing great right now. Um, but then Garcia's not on. Is that correct? That's correct. Thank you. I haven't studied too much European uh, Ryder Cup point standings, yeah, but I know they got the weird. It's just, it's... No, no, but I agree with Flo on the fact that we got Thomas Brooks, DJ, Patrick Reed, not even one of the top five golfers, but who wants to play against that guy? Seriously, yeah. in a Ryder Cup. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to play against him on that European He's team. He's a bulldog. He is a bulldog. So here's what I got. Uh, Flo's already given his picks. I'm going to go with Tiger and Phil. Networks can't avoid it. Furek can't avoid it as much as he wants to. I'm going with Fino. I think he's going to get pushed into it. I think Lee National is a big golf course. They had an event there. Guys got killed. Big golf course. So they need Fino and they need the length. And then I'm going, I, I don't think he's going to pick him, but I want him to pick Xander. That's kind of the guy that I'm leaning towards. But I think Phil Mickelson has enough pull in this that he's going to pick Kisner, not DeChambeau. And I'm going to cry when he does pick DeChambeau on September 4th. I'm going to be watching the Golf Channel, and I will tear up. <laughs> Mark your words. <laughs> Bold prediction. I mean, I think uh, Tiger Phil, and I really do hope it's Kuchar. Um, and then from there, it's, yeah, I... You like Fino. Do you, do you like I, I like Fino. So all, it's, do all I, us... I mean, who I'd want is Fino because, yeah, if your game is good for the majors, your game is good for the highest levels of pressure, which the Ryder Cup, I mean, you hear these guys talk about the Ryder Cup, and that's the most pressure they feel all year yeah. or every two years. So Only I, one Europeans won in the past two years, right. so, so why are you so confident in them beating us then? New details came out about the Tiger Phil matchup. Okay. So here's what I want to see. Hey, hey, Phil, I bet you a hundred bucks I'll drive you. Wouldn't that be fun to see? We got the mic'd up maybe and yeah. all that stuff happening. We talked a little bit about it on the last show, but they're out in Vegas. And how much fun would that be if they had all those people mic'd up, maybe even caddies? I don't know where they're going to go with that. And I don't know how they came up with nine million. Did you hear why? Why is it nine? Scotty, did you hear no, anything cool. about that? What does is, what is the other guy get for an appearance fee? I don't know, but I did hear a lot of this stuff is going to charity. Okay. Well, so, that's cool. again, whether it happens or not, I don't know. I, I don't think these guys need one dime as much as Phil might gamble when he's out there. Yeah. I don't think they need it, but I, I think it's going to be awesome for bringing that. We mentioned that last time, for bringing that next generation up. But it's nice to have some details. We still don't know which day it's going to be, though. No, it's we know it's over Thanksgiving. 
which uh, Thanksgiving weekend, I believe. You know, obviously Thanksgiving Day is a football day, um, and it's kind of a slow time for sports. Um, Other so, than the prep bowl in Minnesota. True. Yep. Hopefully, bowl will hopefully be there. Hopefully, I'll be, I'll be doing some radio and then watching on the iPad or something. Yeah. Oh, it's pay per view. I won't be watching. That's right. <laughs> you have, have to, to pay. pay for, well, yes. You know, with your skin money, hopefully from today. <laughs> I love when you talk up, like that. If it holds up, you'll have enough cheddar to get the pay per view. <laughs> I'll have to put put away fifty nine bucks on. Yeah. So I think it's just. Um, I think it's really going to be good for golf because, you know, after the Tour Championship and after the Ryder Cup, then we have such a lull. We've got Tiger's event in December. Not much going on. I think on. that's lost steam, too. But do you think it'll come back with Tiger being in it now? Yeah, I think I think the core golfer, it's December up here. We're, we're hoping for any, yeah. any golf, even if it's on TV. So I think around Thanksgiving, it's a good time. People will be excited. I gotta imagine they're gonna promote the heck out of it, and people are gonna know about it. So um, it'll be fun to watch. Quick, I, I'm really looking forward. Quick to it. story: I had a member say, "Yeah, we were looking to book MEA weekend out in Vegas. We we're gonna book it. Prices through the roof right now for MEA weekend. You know, because I guess they just capitalize on that." So he says to me, "He goes, we are now thinking about going for Thanksgiving and trying to get out for that match." That this is a guy that. He doesn't play a lot of golf. I mean, he in the summer they play pretty hard, but in the shoulder months they don't play. He's gonna plan his Vegas trip around the Tiger Pill matchup. Well, I wouldn't book right away because it's at Shadow Creek, which is extremely exclusive. Have we heard? Are they even gonna allow spectators out there? It's very exclusive. That's a question. Yeah, it is a question. I I can't imagine why they wouldn't. I'm just saying. Are you saying that MG, what is it, MGM? Yeah. That they're going to have the rights to say, no, we don't want anybody out here. Is it's, that what you're trying to say right now? It's a tough place to get on, and I don't I don't know, but we'll see. All I right. Guess. Well, the good news with that is that we're going to be going out there three months after for our Pro-Am. Johnson, are you going? Just nod your head yes or no to the Destination Pro Am. Johnson loves this stuff too. We know who else is going. Jack Worrell. He loves Vegas. He's I already think... got five books, five trips booked. Why not six? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably no. He's seven. He's probably going out for the Tiger Film matchup too. I don't think so. He doesn't like to watch golf. No, he doesn't. Jack, tickets, that's not a thing for him. Tickets are right. He, he'll I don't get think there. so. Oh, maybe he can get those comp too. <laughs> Actually, he's probably on their list of high rollers in Wales, and they'll just say, "Hey." uh, uh, Jack, we'd like for you to come out and watch this event for us. Yes. You know, because they want him at that roulette wheel. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 33. 33. Johnson, you're going. Destination Pro-Am. Meg, I got it right here. It's three nights. Four nights. New York, New York. You ever stayed there? Yes, I have. I've never there's stayed there. There's a roller there. coaster. There is. My oh. wife's gone on the roller coaster. Okay. So there's a roller coaster right there. Uh, it's a good little casino. Uh, good location. Uh, just kind of on down on the south side of the strip, um, right across the street from the MGM. Correct. So um, where are we playing golf? Okay, first? Red Rock, Royal Links, and Spanish Trails. You played any of those three? I think I played Royal Links. I think it's the Royal Links has 18 holes that are from the Open Championship. Like the 10th hole is the road hole. I think it used to be called the Desert Inn. Yes. Really? Yes. yes. They have all the holes are replica. It's a holes. replica. Yes. Of of British Open Golf. Yes. 
This is huge because yeah, I'm never going over there to play. So this this is a chance. Johnson, we're going. Yeah, we can do that. We're going to do this. Have, we got to find people. Do you think Evans, Evans is going? I, I got guys that will go. Oh, yeah. You've got people. Because the price for this is unbelievable. It's like 1600 bucks, Johnson, for AMs. Now they have to share a room, which I know you've got some yep. prima donnas in your group that maybe won't do that. No, my guys are good. They'll, they'll do that, you think? Yeah. Scotty, I don't know. You got high rollers? You got uh, – or you got – Price conscious we're gonna, people. We, we're going to be bunking up. Yeah, I got price conscious people as well, so we'll probably do the sixteen hundred bunk, bunk it together and have a great time. But I'm excited about that Royal Links now. Yeah, no, it's in um, Red Rock Country Club Spanish Trails. I have not played those, and you know, I'm very excited. I'm Irish. We're getting out there on St. Patty's Day. Did you know corned beef and cabbage is my favorite meal? What isn't your favorite meal? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Huh? Johnson is yes. laughing over here. That hurt. Hey. And I like it. I like it. Okay. So we're going to eat some corned beef. We're going to kill it. No bread. That ruins corned beef. Yes. People put it in a sandwich. They're just lying to people that that's a good idea. It's mm-hmm. not. Okay. And then we're going to have cabbage. I know it doesn't have any taste. Throw a little ketchup on it. It's great. Yeah. Okay. We're going to do that. Then we're going to go to a hockey game. Yes. Not super interested in that. Are you? Well, I think it's going to I think it's gonna be a cool experience. Okay. I mean, here's why. This is... Can I just say this yeah, okay. is the first professional team ever in Las Vegas. You know why I'm not interested in that? Because, because they're not playing the Wild. And I'm a big homer. But Edmonton. You're I know we talked Connor. about that. Yeah. I'm going to go and we're going to have fun. Yes. And we're going to high five and do Can some stuff. Can you even skate? No. I played a lot of boot hockey in my day <laughs> up in Silver Bay. I love it. And I've gotten into hockey more than anything. And I'll probably have a great time and a great experience. But the only reason is I really wanted to – I would love to see the Wild play there. They have some of our guys who played awesome this last year yeah. when we didn't keep their contracts, whatever, whatever. So anyways, hey, Johnson, they have skins each day. I'm in. I know I'm you in. would like that. And, yes. And it just happens to be around March Madness. I have a um, feeling. Yes, you're right. It is the week before. That's a bucket no, list no. of mine. The oh. end of the Pro-Am, the next day. Right, is the first is day. day one. Right, we're Which, 64 teams. Yes. Well, 32 this, that day. You know, it's technically round two, but we don't talk round. like yeah, that. It's round one. one. Yeah. Okay. So the networks right. have confused everybody on that. Yes, they have. Yeah. The first four, and then it's come on. Let's call it round one. Anyways, I, I mean, Timmy always does that. I mean, he gets into March Madness as much as anyone. We have another pro am before that. There is also one down at the Grand Cypress. Down in Orlando, that's in conjunction with the PGA show. A lot of our guys go to that. Yes. Do you go to the merchandise show? I go to the merchandise show about once every three, four years. Okay, Johnson, are you going to the merchandise show? Um, I've always wanted to go. You've never been to? Well, I have not. I have not. Yeah. I would would go. And this is a good reason. Um, There's a program with that too, a a travel one. That's not going to be as big of a field. That's going to be, I think, only like 12 teams. Yeah. I think there's only so much room there. So it's not as high of a priority. They're both. Two opportunities, but we thought taking our members, the reason for that one was that so a guy like you who's never been could take some of your members and take them to that merchandise show for and the, the demo day and the experience. And yeah. I guess those demo days are just off the charts. I've never been to one, oh, but I just heard it's, it's ridiculous. It's you're at, I think it's Orange County National, the driving range. It's literally a circle. It's a circle and you're hitting out into the middle and you can walk around and it's probably... Oh, it, it, if you walked around to all the bays, it'd probably take you two hours to walk around. I mean, every single vendor you can think of is out there, the latest and greatest. It's 
pretty cool to see for the first time. I mean, if you are a true golf gear guy and equipment guru, you want to be there at least once in your life. And then you go to the merchandise show, which the floor is packed with the latest gadgets, the latest apparel. It's it's really cool. It's 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 awesome for us because we get to see the latest and greatest. It's a great networking experience. It's a great educational experience. They have the top-notch, um, you know, facility promoters, uh, teachers, everything. So you can learn a lot down there. And now you get to play golf with this pro-am too. So it's, uh, yeah, if you haven't been, Tim, you got to go. Yeah, okay. So. One quick shout out before we got to go, Scotty. Who was our club pro that made the cut? I cannot remember his name right now. Ben Kerr. Ben Kern. Ben Kern. So I, he, I hope he listened to this. Good for him. Yeah, that I is, mean, I was so proud of that guy. I tweeted some stuff, Facebook some stuff. I mean, that was so awesome we, for a club pro guy to make the cut and to do well. Yeah, I think he birdied the last to make to get the in. Yes, that's correct. And then played great mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday. I think he finished. I forget where he finished, but I know he made thirty six thousand. I thought it was forty three. Okay, thirty six thousand. So, no, but you don't play for the cheddar. No, no. So no, yeah, no, no, but get this, get this. Ty Armstrong told me that he had won the Texas State Open the week before, made more money in the Texas State Open, more well, than thirty six. Remember, we got that story. Yeah. About how they've done well with their purses. Well, there, how but. uh, how great of a nice little. Two week stretch is that. Huh? All right, good for him. Well, I, hey, Johnson, thank you for coming on. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Tim. Rockford, Maggie, thank you yeah. for all you guys do. Uh, episode three is on, uh, not on the books yet, but we're going to be working on it. We want to thank all of you for listening. We had a lot of great comments, great feedback. We'll take anything. If you, uh, people want to uh, give us some compliments, we, we take compliments. If they want to uh, rip on us a little bit, which we knew we had some things that we were going to get better at. Scotty called me after we left on the last one and said, how did we do? You know, kind of that. And I'm like, Scotty, that's the worst one we're going to have. That's going to be the worst one. We're just going like, to get better I thought, from here. I thought it went okay. We're like, yeah, we did it. It's all right. So, yes, it's only going to be better. Hopefully, less and less apologies. Yes. But we we're know gonna there's going to be some. We're going to have be a segment, and we're going we're gonna to have to apologize. I'm sure we'll listen to this, and I'll probably find five. You might find one. But uh, it is what it is. It's, it's uh, honesty. Yes, honesty. All right, good luck tomorrow, you two. This is the right in between the second championship. So this is Greg Snow signing off, and we'll see you guys all in a few weeks. Take care.